We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The hottest next take you'll find online. Next all day. We bleed blue and orange. This is Knicks Fan TV, your one-stop shop for the ultimate New York Knicks fan experience. News, rumors, debates, post-game live streams featuring live callers. Let's go Knicks, baby! And now, your host, CP, the NY Fanatic. Battle of New York Act 2 in the books. After being down by as much as 18 points, those boys in orange and blue came back ferociously, led by a defensive effort with Frank Nielakina in the mix, Julius doing his thing, Broadway Barrett willing his team to close this thing out. But in the end, man, it was just it was too much Kyrie. Too much refs, and it was just a little bit too late, man. Just a little bit too late. Knicks go down in Brooklyn, 117 to 112. Tough, tough, tough loss, man. But uh, valiant, courageous comeback. It was just a little bit too late, man. Just a little bit too late. So, Act Two goes to Brooklyn. Julius and company left very, very upset. And damn, man, 117 to 112. Salute to everybody in the chat once again. Hit that thumbs up button for your squad. CP Ashley Moss, CK2K in the building. This is the next post game live presented by Manscaped. Ah, man, oh man, oh man, oh man. CK, give me some thoughts, man. How you feeling right now? How you feeling right now, man? You had to calm me down before we even started the show because I was going in a hollow feeling. I'm pissed, man. <laughs> Tight, man. I'm already know, win, man. man. Scott, right, look, look. Tough win or tough loss. <laughs> See, look, my brain was all yeah. so fixed. So good, that man. So good. I was so fixed that we was gonna get that W. I was so yeah. I was believing us the way we fought back in that four. A team that was showing so much grit, so much. We were looking like we, a lot of people on Twitter, you know, folding already, selling, talking about, oh, we should have won, uh, but we kept fighting. But those those Brooklyn officials came in and they had to step in and and take things in their own hands or not take things. I, I'm so pissed yeah. off with that. All I'm saying is Obi Toppin. Uh, I would have let Julius Randle go. That's it. That's all I got. Yeah, man. You know it was. I I feel Julius. I feel Julius on that one. I felt like they 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 called a lot of ticky tack garbage fouls on Frank, 
who gave us the effort, man, gave us the defensive intensity that we needed to bring us back in this game. I thought he, he was a huge impact in that fourth quarter. Um, obviously, Kyrie was just unstoppable overall. But, yeah, it was a lot of ticky-tack calls on Frank. The last play, Knicks are down three, had a chance to tie it. They end up um, tying up Joe Harris. They get the jump ball, got exactly what they wanted. They win the tip, call timeout. It's five seconds left. They would get it to Julius. And Kyrie tapped that ball. Kyrie tapped that ball. Should have been another jump ball. But instead, they call a travel on Julius Randle. And, uh, you know, that that's all she wrote, man. It's It sucks because you, you never want to see the game come down to this. And Knicks had their opportunities, though. Let, let's be real. They had their opportunities. We missed a ton of open looks down the stretch, whether it was Burks, Bullock, Frank before he fouled out, missed a wide open three. We had our chances, man. And, and you know, you, you hate to leave it in the hands of the refs. And, and fortunately, you came down to that and, and uh, just was too little too late. Ash, how you feeling? You're, you're on mute. You're muted. Speechless. I'm pissed. No, I'm pissed. I'm upset. You know, like you said, obviously, yes, the Knicks had their opportunity. I think we gave away too many points. Even in the first quarter, we gave up 35. We didn't play defense throughout all four quarters of the game. Obviously, you know, Brooklyn has a team full of shooters, and the last thing you want to do is allow them to score easily and quickly, which we did. And they don't need the extra help because they can do it on their own. Mm -hmm. Um, You also don't want to go ahead and give them, you know, when you have a a team full of shooters, you want to make it as uncomfortable for them to shoot as possible, especially people like Kyrie Irving who's shooting shooting 40-plus from the three-point line this season. I mean, you just don't want to give them any extra cushion, any extra satisfaction, any extra help. But that does not negate the fact that this game came down to a call by a referee who did not do their job, period, point blank. For one, the play before that, if it takes you that long to figure it out, if it's a foul or not, it's not a foul. Let me make it real simple for you. It's not a foul. Second of all, it is clear as day that Kyrie made contact with that basketball. So either you don't call a, you don't call a foul, you don't call anything, or you right. call a jump ball. That is right. basketball one on one. That's not you know a new rule that you could understand that maybe you know they forgot it. That has been in the basketball books, the basketball code of conduct, if you will, from the beginning of time. This was a travesty. This was despicable. This was disgusting. This was atrocious, and I'm upset. And I'm upset. It did not. Ha- it should not have come down to this. And the rest are on the books, and I'm calling it because that was absolutely yeah. zero excuse for that whatsoever. That play has been. That call has been in the basketball books since the beginning of. Time. And it was right in front of them. It was right in front of you. It was right in front of you. How do you miss that goal, man? Julius was about to beat his ass. Julius was about to beat Scott Foster's ass. Worldwide West, who saves everybody. Remember, he he saved Ron Artest at the mouth of the palace. He had to come get Julius up out of there, man. Because Julius was going ballistic. It's tough. It's definitely tough, man. But as you said, Ash, you know, they definitely uh, didn't set a good tone defensively. I thought Julius was part of the issue. You had Jeff Green looking like Scottie Pippen out there. He had 14 first quarter points. Um, And and the thing is, is that Jeff Green killed us the first game that these two met at MSG. So, yes, you know Harden and and Kyrie are going to get theirs, but... You can't disrespect veterans like Jeff Green and, and some of the other ancillary pieces because they can still kill you. You know, this is the best team in the league right now. You know, record be damned. This is the best team in the league right now, so you got to respect them. 
And so we didn't set that tone defensively. Listen, quickly, Kyrie, Kyrie's one of the top three point guards in the league. It was a tough matchup for quickly. It's a tough matchup for anybody. You know, gave quickly the business, and I thought that also affected quickly um, on the other end because we just had no flow to our offense in the beginning. You know, we, we badly missed Eric Rose. We badly missed Peyton. We had no offense. We had no point guard out there to really get us going, and it was a lot of one-and-dones, a lot of uh, selfish play, and we just couldn't keep up with that firepower. You know, our offense is just not uh, in their league when, when it comes to shooting or, or you know, things of that nature, and we just couldn't keep up. But it was a defense, which is our calling card, and the defense really buckled down in that second half. And like I say, it, it was Frank, man. You know, we, we were looking to see if Frank was going to make his impact on this game, and he really did. First, it was him guarding Shamit in that second half, and then ultimately, you know, trying to slow down Kyrie near the end. Frank would ultimately end up fouling out, but it was a good effort by him. De- definitely good effort, bro. You know yeah. what's frustrating about this, though, is that I hate games that come down to these weak calls like this. Say it again. If you're going to lose, I'd rather lose on your own accord. Right. I'd rather not lose because a ref doesn't do their job. And that's what's frustrating. And what's also frustrating is the rest in this game missed at least four calls on Frank. Yeah, it's yeah. whatever. Yeah, you yeah. know, move Take it on. T- you got to respect him, man. Frank, is move, a, come on. He's you a move, defender. Listen, Let him play. That's what move, I'm saying. You move it's he's not, you know, what are you going to do? But when it comes down to the wire, when the game is on the line, you can't make yeah. the right call after Thank missing you. four back to back to back to back. Not even – and then before that, it took you five minutes to review something that Trying was clear as day that it Trying wasn't a foul. Mm-hmm. Right. And then you call this? Come on. Yeah. you Like, if you can't rest, then don't be a ref. This is just not okay. You don't you, – if you can't do your job, then don't do it. This And yeah. I don't want to see a scouting report – or a ref report, whatever you call it, the next day, yeah. saying, oh, well, after review, we realized I'll that it should have been a jump ball. I don't want to hear none of that. Yeah, you you'll hear that. The first you'll hear time. that. Like, what? They'll, they'll resend that, and, and you'll hear that. We made a mistake. and all. It was right in front of them. I mean, let me go back to this place. Salute to everybody in the chat. Hit that thumbs up button for your squad. Tough loss, but we in here heavy. Over 1,500 in the chat. Let's get those likes up. Let me know in the, in the chat how you feeling, man. Throw an emoji in the chat. Let me know how you feeling right now. It might be some Nets fans in here, too, so uh might be some smiling faces. If there are any mods, let's get them up out of here. No, just kidding. Everybody can stay. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, it was right in front of him, man. Right in front of Scott Foster was looking right there. He was right there on the play and, uh, and, and completely missed it. But, you know, it, it just is what it is, man. Once again, though, it was a valiant effort. And, and one of the things, CK, that, that um, in terms of adjustments – you know, when Tibbs went to that, went to the bench in the second quarter, um, he went full bench. He went Frank. He went Burks. He went. Uh, he went Obi. He had Noel out there, and uh, and he and he, well, he also had, no, sorry, yeah, Taj out there. Yeah, Taj, Taj out there as well. And uh, they got into a quick deficit. And one of the things you wanted to see him do was stagger the minutes between RJ and Julius. We've been asking for that for some time now, not just this game, but period, because uh, you just. Sometimes you just can't afford it. With that second unit out there, you just can't afford uh, not having either one of those guys out there to help shoulder the load offensively. He would end up doing that in the fourth. You know, Julius logged a ton of minutes in this game, period. But um, in that fourth quarter, he had Julius out there, and then he benches Julius, puts RJ in. At that time, it's about, I think it's 103 to 94, RJ comes in there. Knicks go on a nine to four run. Over. RJ takes over. They start running the offense through him. 
And that's what really turned the tides on this game, man. When RJ came in, started bully bowling, getting to the lane, doing what he does best. Um, that's what that's what brought it back, man. In, in conjunction with Frank's defense, it was great. It was a great job by RJ. Great job by Julius. Great job by Frank, bro. Yeah, like you mentioned, that that first uh, group of substitutions was was definitely one of the ones that made no sense because, and we literally were seeing the other team do exactly what you just mentioned. You saw uh, instantly James Harden came up in the first quarter, came right back in to begin the second quarter with the bench unit, and that's a similar thing that we needed to do. Yeah. And luckily we figured out in the second quarter or the second half, but sometimes it's a little too late because now we're playing catch up. Where when we were in the game to begin with, the first quarter we were we were keeping up with them. I mean, our defense was was slacking a little bit, but at least we were making our shots. Quickly was making yeah. some good shots. Jules was making some good shots. We were, we were in the game until that bench unit came out. So I guess we can give them credit for figuring it out in the second half. But when we, like you mentioned, when we're already down what 11, 12, 13 points at that time, and then we have to play catch up, and then we're making those kind of rotations. That's it's a little bit frustrating, but at the same time, all due respect, give it to you know RJ having a good job and Frank Nilakina defensively. I'm glad we're giving him some attention there because it was very important, but. I, I I don't understand how we can watch Marcus Smart. We can watch uh, Patrick Beverly. We got yeah. all of these dudes because they loud defenders hack. Because I, Frank Nilakina makes the slightest move and he gets a foul called all the time. No respect. All the time, and no I don't respect. I don't understand it. And people talk about well, I mean he's reaching too much. I'm like, well, I can show you footage of any of your favorite <laughs> defenders doing the exact same thing. But because they say something, they don't get a foul call. I think that's whack. So. I had a problem with that, and you mentioned it, about four fouls. I, I, there's there's a few of them that, yeah, a little over-aggressive, but about four of those six fouls he had definitely were terrible little prissy yeah. calls that I was not a fan of. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, rotation in that first half was kind of weird, but we adjusted in the second half, and that's what it's about, and we fought back. You know, refs be damned. We fought back, and we made the rotations like we were supposed to, the adjustments be like we were supposed to. Yeah. I mean, it is a little – one of my critiques of us early in this game was, yes, the shots were falling, were hanging in there, but you can't get into a shootout with a team that has shooters. You just can't, especially when you don't have them, which is why your defense is such an important aspect. And when you're a top defensive team like the Knicks are, it's such an important aspect of your team and your success because it's what keeps you in games. Eventually, you, you'll start getting into hot streaks throughout the game, which the Knicks did. Guys started warming up. They started getting the hot hand, things like that. But your defense is what keeps the game in front of you at a certain at a certain distance enough to where it's attainable to try to catch up at some point. Obviously, it's always debilitating having to play from behind. It's just the way it is. Nobody likes to do it. But if you are going to do it, at least do it enough to where, you know, your your defense is keeping it somewhat attainable, not completely just letting it get away from you 100%. But, again, this came down to obviously running out of time, not having the shooters, not being able to compete in that aspect. But this came down to the officiating. And I can't stand a terribly officiated game. I can't say that the Knicks played perfect because we didn't. But you put in this type of an effort to fight back, you're supposed to, at some aspect, in some portion of the game, the rest are supposed to just let you play and make the right call. And they dropped the ball tonight. You don't, this is not what you do in the NBA. And yeah. I don't know what the deal with is in the officiating in this league, especially this season, but someone's got to figure something out because games should not be lost like this. That is unacceptable. Yeah. It was right in front of you. Agreed. Now, if it happened on the other side of the court, listen, you can't you can't make a call for what you can't see. But if it's right in front of you, you're supposed to make that call. Now, if it would have turned into anything, that I don't know. We don't know. We still could have lost the game. That's Never a completely – 
that's completely factual. We don't know how that outcome would have happened, but at least you would have made the right call and put us in the opportunity to either make that um, to make that outcome for ourselves. And mm-hmm. they didn't, and they screwed us, and that is what I have a problem with. And I'm not saying yeah. I would have let Julius Randle fought, but I definitely wouldn't have stopped him. I'm just saying. <laughs> no, but I mean, it's that same you know emotion that made Julius go off. You know, that's that's not really in his character. But again, when it's right in front of the referee and you fight so hard to come back, uh, it's tough. Definitely tough to go out that way, but you know what? They, they, uh, like I said, they also had their chances mm-hmm. out there on the perimeter, and they just, um, they just couldn't knock it down. Uh, for the Nets, look, they, you know, they, Kyrie was unstoppable. Harden was just facilitating with ease, and uh, when they're at full strength, and and you have this team that has a superstar out there on the court at all times, they're going to be hard to stop, whether we were at full strength or not. But you just give them credit for fighting, and you know, I don't know how much energy they're going to have tomorrow for Philly, but. Uh, hopefully they, um, they they bounce back. Hopefully they bounce back. We got 2,300 people in chat right now. Hit that thumbs up button for your squad. CP, Ashley, Maul, CK2K in here. This is Post Game Live, the number one show for the fans by the fans, presented by Manscaped. And speaking of yeah. Philly, now that you're, you brought that up, I the Knicks need to not let this sit. Yeah. You know, this happens. It sucks. It shouldn't have happened this way. Can't There's a chance a you could have won this game. There's a chance you could have go ahead and had bragging rights. You know, everyone thought that we weren't going to be able to hang tough. We did hang tough. We showed that, listen, Brooklyn's not as scary as you think they are, okay? You put a little defense on them, and they're shaking. They're not as tough as you think they are, media, okay? They're not the yep. NBA champions you think they are, media, okay? <laughs> well, look, they're they, not, we got heart, they're man. Not, we got they're heart. not that tough. Put some respect on New York. We got heart. The real New York. The heart. Knicks have heart. It's not the same Powerful. Knicks team from last season, the season before that. Yeah. The New York Ritz are here. We got but, heart. You can't let this sit. You got to go into Philly with a clear mind. Whatever happened in the past happened. You got to move forward. You cannot you cannot yeah. afford to let this just harbor on you. You got to keep it moving. Keep pushing Except forward. for Julius Randle. I want Julius Randle to go out in Philly with all Dominique. that rage. He ended this game with. Dominique Dwight Howard out there. I want him to take it all out on the Philadelphia mm-hmm. 76ers. I want Julius to go off. I want him to remember that missed call. Thanks. But yeah, everyone, but you're right. I don't don't dwell on the loss. I'm 100 with that. It. But Julius, go ahead. Let let let, let Philly have it. Go go go, go for, to Ben Simmons. Yeah. Before I get to the phones, let me salute some of the super chats that came in. Salute to everybody in the chat once again. My guy Larry Israel said it wasn't even a jump ball with Harris. It was a steal. Kristoff sends us a super chat. He says 80 percent of the calls tonight went against the Knicks. Can't even beat that. CP. Flavor Freeze says Tasha Noel got us four points and nine rebounds. No wonder Leon and Tibbs are looking at drumming. We're going to talk about that in a little while. New York Sports Guy says either RJ or Randall needs to be here on the floor at all times. That's what I was saying about uh, staggering right. the lineups. Second unit is lacking, and it gives RJ a chance to run the offense through him. Definitely agree on that, and I'm going to talk about uh, one of the one of my observations with that second unit in a second as well. Young Simpson says, can't be mad at the Knicks' terrible call to end it, but the Knicks never stopped fighting. Paul Robinson says, Ashley, I feel you, you're right, but refs always miss calls at the end of the game, and the refs are trash this year. We need to make shots. Yeah, man. All right, to the phones we go. Brian from New Jersey. Brian, how you feeling, bro? Hey, can you guys hear me? Yeah, loud and clear, man. We got a new phone system, bro. We could always hear you, bro. Go ahead, man. Yeah, I know. I know. I do that every time. Make sure. Yeah. Yo, I'm going to be honest, y'all. This game is very frustrating, uh, especially the rest. uh, But I don't want to dwell on that too much. If anything, 
Burks and Bullock, man. They build a brick house and you have to hit clutch yeah. at the same time. Especially especially second half, Burks. Especially second half, Bullock. Because oh, in the beginning, and it, and it always happens yeah. with Bullock. In the beginning, he was lights out. Yeah, 19 points, 7 to 12, 5 to 10 he from downtown. In the first yeah, he hit four threes in the first. Bullock always starts off hot, yeah. but tapers off, man. He's never around in the second half. Fourth quarter, then he gets the Noel hands. He always loses the ball. And, and then, yeah, it was, uh, like I said, we had our chances. We just didn't get it. But go ahead, Brian. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, last thing. Uh, we Rose is missing. Um, so that's the court. That's a big thing. I, he, they didn't need to announce he has COVID, man. They Clearly, he has COVID. He's been out. Hope everything's best with him. But yeah. one thing the Knicks need in this upcoming trade line, I think we need a trade for J.J. Reddick. They clearly, that second quarter when the Brooklyn Nets started building the lead up to 18, their offense is so stagnant. Nobody could hit a shot. I know it was... It was terrible and quickly started missing free throws. I, they, they just need to trade for a person who actually give you a bucket when you need it. And Rose, I know Rose is that guy, but even a consistent guy who can actually hit the three, especially in the second half. Yeah, yeah, it, it's it was tough, man. It, it's tough. I mean, that's just where this offense is, you know. They are still in the middle of the pack in terms of uh, – in terms of uh, three-point percentage, but they're still at the bottom in terms of attempts and makes, you know, similar to last year. And, again, you're looking at Bullock, you're looking at, at Burks. IQ obviously had a tough assignment. He had to play to one. He had to guard Kyrie. It was a tough night for him, you know. Tough night for IQ. Still finished with 21 points, 4-12 from downtown, 6-19 overall. So uh, it was a learning experience for IQ, man. Kyrie was just unstoppable, absolutely unstoppable. And, when we went on that run in the fourth, as soon as Kyrie comes in, he, I think he scored like maybe four straight points and, and uh, started pushing that lead back up. So it's tough. tough. I also don't think that D. Rose is in COVID protocol. No, they said D. Rose, they said his friend passed away. So yeah, he, he is in COVID protocol because he's been away. But uh, they said he had a death in the family or his, his friend passed away. Yeah, they're connected. And so, um, yeah, so hopefully he comes back soon. Frankie from Queens, what's going on, bro? Shout out to Frank for his defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sorry. First of all, CP, Ash, DK2K, what's up to y'all? Uh, glad y'all here for the, for the nation. Uh, shout out to Frank's defense, but if he gives us anything, anything offensively tonight, we win this game. Uh, Randall, I was going to say if Randall or Barrett have an average game today, we win. Randall ended up having an average game for us. Barrett, unfortunately, had a below average game. Uh, yeah. Okay. And the defense that that first, the defense for the first three quarters was also below average. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you, man. I mean, appreciate appreciate the call, man. I think yeah, they they started off slow. RJ started off slow. Um, Julius took it took him a little while to get it going. I think the thing that started us off well was Bullock. You know, it was really Bullock that that um, set the tone early. Um, Julius still finished with 33, 12, and 6. Um, still a good game. RJ, again, hot second half, 23, 6, and 4. So, you know, they, they it was a belated attempt, but they were still in it to win it when it mattered. So, uh, good effort by them still. Daryl from Washington Heights, what's going on, bro? Hey, what's up, CP? What's up, CK? Ash? What's going on? Um, Pertaining to what the last caller mentioned uh, about Barrett, Barrett did have a good game. The thing is, he got a lot of those points on free throws because they kept Ten for ten. Ten for ten. 
I was going to say. Exactly. <laughs> but what I wanted to talk about is, you know how sports are, you know, you know how the game is when it comes to teams like, you know, um, the Nets and you're playing the Knicks. This is big time. This is big money. Like what she said, the refs, they took the game into their own hands and they were playing around when Kyrie was having issues with Frank guarding him. So let's get the best defensive player off of the star player so we could try to even out the game. They were playing God right there. And the only way we could have won that game is by making our shots that we didn't make. So it was like at that point, it was us against them. that We just had to sit there and make our shots. Yeah. Unfortunately, we are shorthanded, man. The game could have been a little bit different if Rose was around. You know, we, we still don't have Mitchell, you know. Yeah. It's not – we got a lot of factors, in, and we still held them. Still held them down. To, that, to those points. True, so, true indeed, man. Gonna... Appreciate the call. Even Dame Dollars commented on this thing, man. He said Kyrie blocked Julius' shot attempt. Why did Scott Foster blow his whistle and give the Nets the ball? Dame was tight about it. Salute to Dame Dollars. It's it's a travesty, and it's you know what. And also, I'm gonna go on the record and saying all the Nets fans in this chat are gonna come at me crazy, but that's okay. It is embarrassing, okay, that the Nets, <laughs> the Brooklyn Nets, are getting home calls. You guys aren't even really home. <laughs> New York is our home, <laughs> and you're getting home calls to help Tell you win you mad, the man. real home team. Tell them why you're You guys Tell should be embarrassed. You, you should be embarrassed. Everyone in the chat who are Nets fans should be embarrassed. All the TikTokers in Barclays Center should be embarrassed. <laughs> I'm embarrassed for you guys that you so have important. to resort to such low down, obvious home calls to help you win against a real team in New York to make you feel better about yourself. You should be embarrassed. It is a travesty, travesty and I'm sorry for you. Actually, it's so unfortunate that they can't hear you because there's only two of the five in this chat right now because we got two dislikes, and I'm assuming those are the only two. Oh, no, nah, they ain't heavy, man. The Nets fans are heavy. Oh, they are? I'm sure. Okay. I'm sure. Well, I can't hear them. So. Yeah, the Nets fans ain't here heavy. I know that. I know. I'm oh, sure okay. Evan Roberts, WFN, is in here watching as well, man. So they the words of Jay-Z. Like jocking, like y'all, jo- like jocking Jay Z. You guys are jocking the Knicks. It's embarrassing. Salute, embarrassing. Salute some more, salute some more uh, super chats that came in. Uh, young Simba says, um, "Can't be mad at the Knicks. Terrible call to end it, but the Knicks never stop fighting." Uh, Maxwell Walter, appreciate the super chat. Michael Parker, referees like these makes it hard to argue that the NBA games aren't fixed. I'm very pleased with the overall effort during the comeback attempt. Christoph says, uh, "Let me speak for the chat. We are vexed." Charlie Correa, what up, Charlie? Yo, Charlie, your hat's coming, man. Your chat's on the way. Great effort by the Knicks. He says, Nets needed the refs today. Also disappointed in Bobby Schmurder. Yeah, they said Bobby Schmurder and Robbie Re- Rowdy, Rowdy Rebel had the Brooklyn jerseys on. I don't, I really don't care, honestly. But I do love me good. some Bobby Schmurder. Welcome home, Bobby. Yeah, whatever, man. Um, <laughs> BK from Maryland, what's going on, bro? <laughs> CP, CK, Ash. <laughs> Funny, when I tweeted to you, CP, I told you the calls was going to be epic tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just you got a lot on, in the queue, man. Based on what was happening. Yeah, and only thing I really wanted to touch on is we got to figure out the bench. Jules doesn't get no blow. I think this whole G League thing with OB, he got to go down. He got to go down there 
because this playoff stretch basketball and he, yeah. he's not ready. Well, G, G, G League is over, but I will say this, though. G League is over, um, but I'll say this. The thing with Obi, I think he's still playing due to politics. And if Tibbs wants, if Tibbs always talks about winning and putting players in positions to win, Obi's not really playable right now. If you're going to sit in there and stick him in the corner to shoot air ball threes, you might as well put Kevin Knox back in the game. That's just that's. I'm just gonna keep it real. It's nothing against Obi. He's struggling. We all understand that. But if we're talking about trying to win games and 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 you know uh, give ourselves a chance to win in the playoff, put Kevin Knox in. What's the point of having Obi stand in the corner? That's not his game. I've been saying this since the preseason, since it started. The way they're not playing him to his strengths right now. At all. No. Also, he is lost. Let's just be real. Let's just be real, right? Let's just be real for a second. Put Kevin Knox in the game. You go, you, Kev needs over. Yeah, give him a right. shot. Cause shooting right, but I, I just don't know if they're going to bench him. And D-League is over, so that's not even an option. Like you said, politics is the biggest part because I don't know if they can bench him. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think they're going to bench him. He's pick. their pick. He's their pick. They're yep. not going to bench him. Yep. You know, appreciate the call, man. But I, I think they would have put him in the G League, like I said months ago. <laughs> Maybe he'd be playing better right now when yeah. we really needed the extra help. G, G but nobody listens to me. What do I know? Z- Zaheem from BK, what's good, bro? Hey, how you doing? Good. How you doing? Yeah, I just feel like I'm, I'm, I'm a big Knicks fan. I just feel like, like basically what you just said. I just feel like why well, didn't you put Kevin Knox in the game? You feel like because he looked lost out there all the time. Like, I feel bad for him because I feel like we don't have a point guard to really. Give him the ball in the right, man, in his right spot. Yeah, just my feeling. I just feel like Tom Tito is stubborn. I just feel like he's so stubborn sometimes. I don't know. It was a good game though. Like they fought hard and like, they they shocked the shit out of me. And I was there, like, oh shit, they came back. Yeah, they, hey, shocked me too, man. Because you know they were down by as much as eighteen. So. <laughs> And, again, the way Harden and Kyrie were cooking and Jeff Green, you know, Harris was giving us the business. It was tough, man. Well, they definitely showed heart. They definitely showed heart. And, CK, you sound like you was about to say something, bro. Uh, I, I, I'm, maybe this is just my, my, my optimism taking over. But it didn't shock me because the Nets didn't – they weren't really putting the foot on the gas. They were coasting, and we were missing shots. So, it's like, yeah, they were up by 18, but even when they had that little bit of a run and we saw James Harden and Kyrie go to the bench and then we had the run that we had, it, they they were coasting. I think even James Harden even said that post game how you, they, they had opportunities to take us on. They really did, and they didn't take advantage of it, and that's the reason why, outside of the fact that they're just there's no defense on the team, that's the reason why I don't feel like they're going to really go too far because they don't they, they just they just go going out there playing like it's the, glo- the Globetrotters. And it's like, we can score, so we're going to show that we can score. But they, they ain't really trying to kill nobody, you know. So I, I wasn't really surprised because, you know, like we talked about not too long ago, rotations got better. We made the adjustments, and we started making our shots. That's all it took for us is to stop them and for us to make our shots. So I wasn't surprised, and I ain't going to give the Nets that kind of credit because they should have <laughs> took advantage and they did not. I ain't going to give them that credit. So and it's one of the chapter. critiques I've always had of the Nets, and I'm going to continue to critique them. Their game is basically this. They're going to try to outshoot you as much as possible before the clock runs out and hope right. that when the clock reads zero, that the points are in their favor. They play no defense. You put any type of pressure on them, yeah. you're able to lock them up to a degree and make it a game. You saw it in the Milwaukee game. You saw it in the Nets game against the Knicks. You've seen right. it in many different situations when they play a team that plays any type of defense. The Knicks beat themselves 50% and the refs handled the rest tonight because Brooklyn 
had the Knicks made the shots that we missed, because again, those shots start to add up when you look at that final score and about and by how much you actually lost by. Now you start thinking, you know, wow, I could have hit that jump shot. That would have been an easy mm-hmm. two points, and then we would have been clear. Things start adding up as the game moves on, and when you finally see that final box score. But also, had the Brooklyn Nets rest, did not help, not help their team win this game. The Knicks easily could have pulled this one out because we were right there. Yeah. We were right there. Got to knock down any shots, man. Got to knock down any shots. Half of it was us, you know? half of it was them. Simple as that. Brooklyn Tibbs. did not beat us tonight. Tibbs on the travel call. He says, I thought it was a tough call. I thought we had a lot of tough calls down the stretch, a.k.a. Frank. Me too. A.k.a. Frank, all right? So mm-hmm. that, that was Tibbs basically, um, you know, uh, protesting without losing some losing some cash. You know what I'm saying? Criticizing without losing some cash. <laughs> yeah, man. Back to the phones we go. Papa left. What's going on, bro? Yo, CP, Ash, with the quote of the night, if you can't do your job, don't do it. <laughs> and CK, what's going on? Yeah. That's good. Oh, man. I, I got to say this about these supposed alleged Nets fans. I, I, I'm not going to speak too ill of my circle, but I know more people who are upstate right now doing time than I know living, breathing Nets fans, so I just don't know the validity <laughs> of their existence. And that's a fact, by the way. I'm not even trying to be funny, like, in my experience. Oh, they're up, they're up north. They're, they're, they're living more, more of a valid human existence than Nets fans. I ran into a bartender the other day while watching the Knicks-Thunder game, and he said, well, I'm a Nets fan, and I said, Oh, like, uh, he was 22, and he was like, yeah, back in the day when they had Kerry Kittles when they were the New Jersey Nets. Oh, man. Oh, he was man. with the Kerry. He was, he was Kerry Kittles. Kittles and this, no, but this is it. But this is it. This is who they are. Like, it's across the board. It's a universal reaction. Yeah. So uh, if there's Nets fans in the chat, they're bots, and I'm glad for you with the algorithm. But uh, shout-out to all the Knicks fans today. Uh, to my point on the game, I have one major point. I don't want to take too much time. Mm-hmm. We had five opportunities to make this a single possession game, yeah. and the shots went to Frank Nilakina, Reggie Bullock, Alec Burks, Emmanuel Quickly, and then back to Burks again. Yeah. What's your uh, best three point really, shooters on the team? We need you talk about this all the time. We really miss that. That we we can talk about Bradley Beal, and we could talk about maybe Demar Derozan, but. Even with this roster, we really miss a floor general, a Chris Paul type, maybe a Kyle Lowry type, where it's like, just get the ball. We had James Harden covering uh, Julius, uh, Julius Randle. That's yeah. a joke. You yeah. know, we, you know, yes, and, and, and we had R.J. Barrett finding the angles. No, uh, Kyrie Irving wanted no part of R.J. Barrett late in that game. Facts. And uh, salute to Frank. Um, and salute to you guys. Uh, just wanted to check in. Love you guys. Have a Appreciate good night. Appreciate you, bro. Appreciate it. Appreciate it, bro. Yeah, man. Like you said, we, we had our chances. Definitely missed our floor generals tonight. Um, again, want to want to see Rose back in this lineup with these guys. And uh, we'll see where it goes from there, man. We'll definitely see where it goes from there. A couple more Super Chats I want to shout out. Salute to Star Through Hoops. He says, tonight shows you the difference between an all-star and superstars. Irvin and Harden got saved by the refs down the stretch. We still have to hit those open shots, but tough to overcome. Alan Berman says, salute bad fouls on Frank. And the late game BS doomed us. Need to bounce back and bully Philly in the paint with Embiid out. Yeah, hopefully, man. Richard Romano says, ref sucked. Diehard Knicks fan, Randall last call BS. Rare edition, $20 Super Chat. He says, Knicks played a masterful five minutes uh, to end the game. 
Knicks will learn from this. Even Tibbs told Randall to D up and focus after the missed call. Play like that for the full 48. Nothing to hang your head about. Hashtag all 72. I was tight, man. We had we had Jeff Green looking like Scotty Pippen out there, man. What was going on? Was anybody reading the scouting report as he killed us in the first game? Unfortunately, that was our boy Julius. <laughs> that was Julius. Let's be real. Yeah. You know what I mean? Julius, Julius coming off the All-Star. I thought he could disrespect Jeff Green. Yeah. Jeff Green is still a pro, man. Yeah. Can't give him that type of time. And like I said, he killed us the last game. So you got to get up on him. Uh, Charlie back again says Nets fans wear ankle socks to ball. Charlie coming in oh, with the can't be trusted. Hey, Hoopers, no, you cannot trust <laughs> the, ankle. the ankle socks. <laughs> Salute to Charlie, man. I don't care how great or how pretty their shot looks. I cannot trust someone with ankle socks on the court, bro. Salute. Ankle socks. Salute to Charlie, man. Salute to Charlie. Let's go to Dan from Long Island. Dan, how you feeling? Hey, what's going on, guys? Uh, just super frustrating with the refing. I just I, I don't get from the NBA standpoint that position of the game like it's that that important of a call. I understand we used our challenge already, but how do we how are we not able to go to replay or? How do you not give a team a, a second challenge after they get their challenge right? Like, how do you? Yeah, that that I agree with. Mind? That has to that has to be implemented. Like like yes. like uh, like football. You got to be able to get an additional challenge after you win. What's the point? You know what I'm saying? Because now it's yeah, like you can't they, use it until maybe later in the game, or well, you have to be very strategic in how you use it. But you should be able to get another one if you get one right. Correct. Not 100 percent. And shout out to Sid for you saving it for that that time because we don't have it at that time. We it's another bad call. So yeah. you know that's super frustrating. But uh, you know, second thing, man, just for for Obi, man, he like you said, he looks un- totally unplayable. I mean, he comes in for four minutes, we're down five, and then it just balloons to 17, and you know he gets the quick hook hook from Sid's and just goes right back to the bench. So it's like you, at this point, you can't even play him. The only defense he played all night was keeping from the ref at the end of the game like, yeah it's 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 unbelievable but uh and then just one last thing is you know with brooklyn for, if i'm them right now i i don't want to face us in the playoffs you know they have they lose their home mm. court as they play off even harden after the game said i they, we he heard a ton of knicks fans in the crowd yeah but, just pull it up you know just so they it lose up. their home court yeah they, they he, he even admitted it so i think for them if, if anything playing us in the first round not only the pressure of, you know, they better beat the Knicks with, with everything, all the star power they have, but, you know, on top of it, they, they don't have home court if they're playing us, so. Yeah. All right. All right, man. Appreciate all the right, call, bro. That's it. Oh, Harden thought he was he was coming to a – he was going to a team with an actual fan base. Yeah, right. <laughs> he, said, he said, oh, boy, there was a lot of Knicks fans in there. I saw Spike Lee in the front row. You Google's there, Harden. I saw, I saw no Spike Lee in the front. <laughs> He's surprised to see Spike. Oh, man. Well, welcome to New York, man. Welcome All to right. New York, you know? Welcome to New York. Jordan Bubb in the chat says, CP, you know Max will use this game to say the Nets are superior oh. team in New York. Sweeping Kellerman. I'm still going for the sweep. I'm still going for it. You know what I mean? I'll walk into the fight. It don't matter. I know he's going to use this game as ammo. At least we didn't get washed. But it is what it is. Like, you know, there's no sugarcoating it. We're on different trajectories. The Knicks are a rebuilding team, playing with house money. Nets have championship aspirations. You know what I'm saying? So he's, he's going to try to come at me with that. But you know what I mean? I'm, I'm going to duck out the double teams like I always do. You know what I'm saying? CK, he tries to box me in in, in these little, you know, twisting, twisting takes. But I, I don't fall for that, Kellen. You know what I mean? He's got to come with something stronger, bro. 
I need an answer on this KP tech. That's all oh, I'm saying. Yeah. I, oh, I, yeah. I, I that, need we're, an answer. we're opening with that. Uh, but good. Yeah. Good. Yeah, we're opening with that. He's been dodging the KP it. takes for too long. No, too long. No, no, no more blame Dolan stuff. We've been doing that for two episodes, man. No more blame Dolan. Yeah, man. CP versus Kelman 4 going down tomorrow, 2 p.m. Eastern time. Tuesday, 2 p.m. Eastern time. ESPN Plus, XM70, ESPN Radio, uh, National ESPN Radio New York as well, man. So, And also I have the replay up on, uh, on Next Fan TV some point later on. So definitely tune in. And, uh, yeah, man, light work. Let's go to my guy, Triple M, a.k.a. Tequila Tito. How you feeling tonight, bro? How you feeling, man? Yeah. Yeah, let's get those thumbs up. How, how many likes we got, Ash? How many likes we got right now? Okay, guys. Listen. <laughs> let's go. Sort them out, man. I'm in a bad mood-ish. Sort of. But <laughs> what would make me feel a lot better is we hit that thumbs up button because there's 2,400 of 24 us in the chat. 2,400 in the chat. Let's 2400, go. 2,400, and there's only 947 likes. I'm not liking that. I've already had a tough night. So please. Hit that thumbs up button for me. Make me feel happy. Put a smile on my face. Because when I'm happy, we're all happy. <laughs> Let's do it. Hit that thumbs up. Let's get those likes up. CP Ashley Moss, CK2K. This is Nick's Post Game Live. Number one show for the fans by the fans. Presented by Manscaped. If you guys are new in the chat, leave us a hashtag new. We'll definitely shout you guys out. And, uh, yeah, tough loss, but... As uh, Triple M said, it was a good effort, man. De- definitely a good effort. That's all you can really ask for, especially against a team like this. So, uh, Angel, talk to me, man. How you feeling, bro? Yo, CP, what's up, bro? How you doing? Good. How you doing, man? I'm good, man. Hey, Ashley. Hey, CK, 2K. What's good, y'all? Um, what's up, bro? I'll, I'll be honest, man. I'm, I am pissed off, bro. It's like it was like the Knicks versus the Eastern All-Stars versus the Tim Donahue spot, bro. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> bro, like... <laughs> Like, it was just crazy, bro. You had you had Kyrie falling, and they were calling a foul on Frank. I'm like, bro, like, like let yeah. us play. I just think the referees, they just got too much impact on the game. They got to let us play. Oh. Now, um, you know, as far as the game, obviously we fought Sorry. hard. You know, I'm, I'm just happy that, you know, we were in the game. Cause, but we got to do something about the shooting because, you know, when the bench came in, you know, obviously we were down 17 real fast. And, you know, that's where the shooting comes in because we got to keep up for Brooklyn because these boys can score, you know, and um, and I thought, you know, with Rose being out, that hurt us, but I also thought it really would have helped if you would have had Mitch in the game because, um, you know, they scored almost 60 points in the paint and they were shooting almost 70% in the first half. 
So, you know, we, we got to tighten up a little bit on the defense. And, you know, I don't understand how, you know, if you win a challenge, why don't we get a chance to get another challenge? Yeah. You know, because that last call was just BS, bro. You know, and uh, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm tight, but you know what? It's on a Philly, bro. And, um, you know, we're going to see how it goes. And um, I wouldn't mind if, if, if Randall did a, a spree well and choked that referee. Man, it was just crazy, bro. The, the referees were crazy. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. you know, um, hit that thumbs up for y'all boys, man. And uh, love the show. I love y'all. Appreciate y'all. Appreciate and um, thanks for taking my call, bro. Yes, sir. Have a good one. Always, man. Appreciate you, Angel. Appreciate it. I, yeah, know, I know that Randall's teammate did let him go at homeboy because they knew, listen, Philly's we up next. We need, need the general on the floor. But look, had we been playing a team like the Pistons next game, let Randall loose. I'm okay. saying, yeah, that's facts. You're lucky we have to play Philly. We have to play Philly tomorrow. Yeah. We need the floor general. We need, need our win. We need our captain. We need the but win. But if we were playing any other team, if we were playing the Pistons, if we were playing the Cavs, if we were playing the Timberwolves, let Randall loose, okay? Yeah. I'll go ahead and take my chances without Randall being because he needed to get he needed to prove his yeah. points. Okay. Tough, it's tough. Yeah, He's clearly frustrating, right. rightfully so, man. I guess you're right. Yeah, yeah, you're right. The betterment of the team. Yeah. <laughs> Why did you have to be tomorrow? God, let's uh, let's salute some people in the chat. Yeah, I want to shout out um, DK Fix. He's team hashtag new. Salute to DK Fix. Um, now, Sierra Robinson says we did get to a thousand likes, so let's continue to hit that like button, hit that thumbs up button. Let's go. Uh, Ruel Wilson, what's going on? How you feeling? Edward Canal says Sim Fan TV's in here. All right, okay, okay. <laughs> Salute to all the Sims in here. Um, who else we got? Team hashtag new. Let me see. Ruben Wilson, appreciate it. Jacob Fishbean, team hashtag new. How you feeling? My boy Sean Boy seventy two able. Big up Jamaica. Everybody in Jamaica for sure. Hey. Uh, <laughs> Ash, we want to <laughs> shout out. <laughs> um, shout out to Michael Maldonado saying Ashley's the Knicks fan TV captain. I gladly accept. Um, shout out to Keen Con Anderson asking for a shout out. There's your shout out, sir. Um, shout out to just everybody rocking with us. I know it sucks coming in and trying to stay positive after a win, especially a, I mean, a loss, rather, especially a loss that did not have to be a loss. Um, shout out to all the Knicks fans in the chat. The Nets fans, you guys are clearly lost, but that's okay. Mm. And, um, yeah, just shout out to all the Knicks Nation hanging yeah, out man. with us. Chuck D, I know he's in the chat somewhere. Yeah, he, he was in said, here earlier. The Rhyme Animal was in here earlier. I, I haven't seen him lately, but he was, he was definitely in here during the game. So he was chopping it up in the mosh pit. Um, CK, who you want to shout out, bro? Uh, Summer Boy A.O. Powell was good. Shout out to you, Jalen West Julius. Coast Knicks squad in the building. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Jalen Julius, I see you too. And yeah, shout out to all the Nets fans that made the way over to a Knicks post game show. Appreciate your Knicks fan, your Nets fans <laughs> um, um, over here. Uh, you know what it is. Uh, but yeah, man, and also shout out to all the optimism in the chat. I need it. I need it because coming into this, I was not I was in tight, a good bro. mood. I was but tight, seeing bro. y'all, you're right. You know what I'm I saying? Was tight. Tough look, tough loss. Pissed off about it still, but you right on to the next one. We yeah. fought back, and I'm proud yeah. about that. Shout out Man, to I, yo, I just yo when RJ came in, I was I'm turned saying. up, bro. I was turned up, yo, because I knew it. Like when they subbed in RJ for Julius, I was like, boom, let's go. It's happening. Running yeah. the offense through RJ, it's happening. Bully ball yep. time. Let's get it. 
And that was a big moment for him, bro, because he wanted that moment. He said it um, earlier this week or last week that, you know, he wants to be the guy that Tibbs can trust in those late-game situations, in those clutch situations. He wants to be that guy. And I was vexed because once they brought Julius back in, with RJ out there, they went like three straight possessions without giving them the ball. They didn't touch the ball. They didn't yeah. touch the ball. Yep. And I'm just like, yo, give this kid the ball, man. He's making it happen right now. So uh, that was tough to see, but it was encouraging to see him just, you know, just out there uh, willing his team, man, and, and just trying to get that W for us. You know, that was a big, big stretch in the fourth. Everyone in the chat, make sure you guys put P.E. in the chat because Chuck D. is still in here. Oh, Chuck is in here. Yeah. Throw a hashtag P.E. in the chat to salute Chuck D. and Public Enemy for sure. I I threw a tweet up earlier. Uh, Lloyd Banks, another fan of the show, he had a picture of Scott Foster. (laughs) Because <laughs> <laughs> after, well, after every win, he throws a hashtag MYK bags. Yeah. You know what I mean? Listen, so we know how he was he feeling. He did not beat the Nets, unfortunately. But on the plus, I don't have to do the Manscaped read. Yeah, <laughs> that's a fact. That's a fact. If we, we would have won, we would have done like, it, If man. the Knicks won, I had to do the Manscaped read. Right. And they didn't. Oh, just tonight. I was going to say, I'm like, wait yeah. a minute. Hold on. You got it. Yeah, now we're now we going to split the duties, man. We're going to split got the it, duties. But right, uh, right. as you guys know, man, definitely go to manscaped.com, enter promo code NYX for 20% off your total purchase plus free shipping. So it's a great deal. That's a shortcut version, Ash. We, we'll, do, yeah. we'll do the longer we'll one. Win. Another. Don't yeah. let the win deter you from your grooming habits, facts. guys. Facts, facts. Don't get that sad. Right. Yeah. Right. Get right. get right. Get always tomorrow. Definitely okay. get right, man. Salute to um bad BLK man. Hashtag new from Maryland. We got Hans Gamer checking in from Switzerland. Time is in Switzerland right now. I gotta be like six in the morning. So good morning to everybody in the UK, in the European Union. Salute to everybody. Salute to all our Australians as well. Definitely appreciate it. D Nice says hashtag Manscape. We didn't even ask for it. He's already going along. Look at he, him, he's man. already That's a company man. About. That's what I'm talking you about. Know what it I'm sells saying? itself, bro. It sells itself. <laughs> it sells itself. Salute to D Dice helping us with the promos. Uh, <laughs> is Lord372 hashtag new as well, man? So salute to y'all. All right, let's get back to the phone, take a couple more calls. Let's go to. Um, I had my guy up here. Let's go Harlem World Uptown. Mosul, what's going on, bro? Mm-hmm. Ain't, 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 you know, I don't mean to curse, but shout out to the team. Two up for the team. I just want to say, long time, first time, uh, uh, big support. You know, we lost. It's tough, but I just want to give y'all niggas a shout-out. Shout-out to y'all. That's it. I'm out of here. That's it. Simple and plain, man. My guy, Mojo, he didn't even want to talk about the game. He just wanted to shout-out Knicks fan TV. Respect. That's love, man. Salute to Mosul. He he copped the snapback too, man. I appreciate it. He um, he, I love it. Yeah, he threw it up on Twitter earlier this weekend. He he definitely copped his Knicks fan TV snapback. So definitely appreciate that. Salute Ty Boogie in the chat checking in from ATL. Everybody down in ATL, man. Salute TL as well. Keith Sinclair says hashtag No Manscape testimonials. Very important. Very important. Yeah. Keep that oh, to yourself. Keep it to yourself. Please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say if you're if you're happy with the product, just hit a thumbs up. That's yeah, all you that's gotta it. Do. That's, that's all you gotta it. do. Just hit a thumbs up, man. That's all you gotta do. Photos, guys. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah. That, Much that's I it, appreciate them. Yeah. I do not need them. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Oh man, Almar uh, from Jersey. What's going on, Almar? How you feeling? I'm doing fine, uh, guys. You need to chill with promoting violence on behalf of the Knicks. We are not there yet with the with the national media. We are going to get flamed until I'm like old and gray. We can't do this. 
Wait, who's can't do it? Fine, fine. fine. Me, me and CK will go crazy. Yeah, yeah, he's right. Let Randall go crazy. Yeah, you can't do it. All right, all right. Right. Anyway, uh, yeah. okay. Shout out to the Discord fam. Mm-hmm. Join the Discord. Yeah, salute everybody uh, on the Discord, man. Uh, TM, question, please throw the link up to the Discord as well. Go ahead, bro. Go ahead. Uh, my question is only for the short term, for like the rest of the season, not after the season. Where do we go with Ob Toppin and <laughs> Kevin Knox? That's it. <laughs> well, you know, Kev still has one more year after this. Um, CK. So un- unless he's in a trade, I mean, uh, unless he's in a trade, he'll be back. But Obi's going to be the trickier one to me. Obi's going to be yes. the trickier one to me because, like I said, I don't see – you still haven't seen enough time with him and Randall out there on the court. He's not a complimentary piece to what Randall – you know, he's a redundant piece. And right now, I think the way that they play this offense, the way they run the offense is not conducive to his skill sets. He's a guy that has to be out there running and gunning, fast pace, up-tempo, out on the leakouts, get him out on the leakouts. Hopefully you get him in some pick-and-roll, pick-and-pop situations. We still haven't seen it. But the way that they're using right now, throwing him in that corner in Kev's spot, to me, just put Kev out there and let him play, honestly. And, and I'm so glad you said that, too, earlier on the show because 100%, I, I could not agree more. And I, I, li- I like Obi. I'm really yeah. rooting for him. You know, it wasn't my first choice in the draft. But, you know, I'm glad we got the talent. Well, what we, we thought we were the talent we were getting in with the eighth pick. But you're right. We're li- we're putting the wrong player in in the spots. Like, the, yep. the, everywhere he's at is where Kevin Knox would probably be making those shots. He's in the corners. He's at the top. Like, you're right. I, I couldn't agree more. I understand, you know, the defensive lapses or whatever we want to talk about here. But at least we know with a wide-open corner shot that we saw from over, we know that that was something that was going down for Kev. Because at least in the garbage time he's played in the last few games, he's making that shot, you know. So, mm-hmm. it just – but we but like you said, <laughs> politics. We know – that yeah. there's going to be some kind of article or some kind of noise being made about the Knicks now benching their eighth overall pick, and mm-hmm. now we don't know how to develop. We don't know how to do this. We don't know how to do that. So, yeah, I'm sure that it's a lot that's going into, you know, having to play him over other players. But, yeah, I think Obi Toppin is going to be the bigger question mark than even than Kevin Knox because I think, you know, Kevin Knox might be a part of some trades or whatever else that's coming, but we just drafted Obi. Julius is only getting better, and he's in front of him. I have no answer, but I think Obi's going to be the bigger question mark than than Kevin Knox. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Ash, go ahead. Yeah, definitely. I mean, obviously, I don't think you can expect any movement with Obi this season. I think that is right. – I think it's a lost season for him. Yeah, right. it's, it's an unfortunate season for so many different reasons, and a lot of those reasons are out of his control, unfortunately. Um, it's hindered his typical trajectory in a rookie year not having training camp, practices being weird, things like that, not having the summer league. It's a lot of things that were kind of stacked against him. I think you can't really make the call on Ovi until next season when everything is back to normal and you have a traditional summer league and you have the traditional training camp and you have traditional practices. Then you can either make the decision, then you can make the decision rather on whether or not Ovi is a quote-unquote bust. Because then you would give him the opportunity to flourish like most rookies have the opportunity to do so. Now he would no longer be a rookie. He'd be going to his sophomore year. But you, he would still be able to go ahead and get the opportunity to kind of maneuver the way some before him and after him will get to do so. This was just a freak year out of the ordinary. So I'm still holding out hope for Obi. Um, I can't make a decision on him until next season. I think that's fair for everyone to kind of give him the benefit of the doubt when it yeah. comes to that. 
Uh, Agreed. Agreed. Um, Let's move on to the next. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Real quick, and that is earlier today. Um, Shams of the Athletic has said that uh, the Knicks will be interested in Andre Drummond as a potential buyout candidate, and not only that, CK and Ash, not only that, that they will be interested in potentially a multi year extension. Andre Drummond on the Cavs, averaging 17 and a half points. 13 and a half rebounds, um, currently basically uh, waiting, you know, waiting to be dealt or to be bought out by the team. They basically put him on the shelf until they figure out a destination for him. What else is new? We've seen this with, with Jay, uh, Blake Griffin and uh, a number of other players awaiting buyouts this year. And obviously, they, as they say, the Lakers and the Nets are still the favorites uh, as buyout candidates. But Sham saying the Knicks are interested in the Mount Vernon product and a potential multi-year deal, man. What, what do we think about this? What, what, what do we think about this? Andre Drummond. Riddle me this. I just need, I need answers. So I need answers. Okay. It depends on what that multi-deal is looking like. like and also, what about our other center? going to cost? Right. And we ain't got another center we got to pay? Or are we finally flipping them? Like, what, what's confusing. going on? What Mitchell Robinson, just, he just vanished in the thin. I know we're, we're, we're thin at the big man position, but he hurt. He didn't get Thanos. There's yeah. no snap. He's still on the team. So what, we, we get on to Drummond. I, great, I, great. He's going to be a great help for us, you know, rebound. Go ahead. Do your thing, Chad. <laughs> but at the same time, we extend him. We put him on contract. Does that mean we just we're done with Mitchell Robinson without flipping him? We just let him walk? What's the deal? Mitch Robinson then becomes the backup. To, yeah, I, I, that's the biggest question for me. I, I I can't even think about the 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 talent of Andre Drummond until that question is answered because I, I still feel like we don't even know what's going on with Mitchell Robinson. So the, I, I haven't even thought about what he could do for this team past the fact of Mitchell Robinson. I just don't understand how all that works. I, yeah. Unless he's the backup and we all agree with that, then okay. But then why didn't, I don't know. I don't, to me, I just feel like it's such a messy, crazy situation that then add him on to. Do you think Mitch is as good as um, Andre? No. I mean, no. no. I wouldn't no, no, say no. that. No. 
Defensively, I think Mitch is better. But go ahead. Finish your point, you get. Go ahead. No, but just to answer your question, but mm-hmm. then at this point, then what's the point of then – because what Mitch has almost done is his last – I mean, right. technically his last year is next year. Um, Then we, are we just going to – if we sign him – if we're talking about signing him long-term, are we flipping Mitch then? Or are we planning on keeping both? Uh, yeah. Mitchell Robinson is going to be in his feelings about that, and then we're, gonna, we're not going to get a good product of Mitchell Robinson in the first place. He's still right. a young dude, and he's shown that it, that's just been his temperament when he's been on the Knicks. Nothing against the dude, but – I just don't think we would, I don't, I don't know. I don't think he would feel right about playing back him in this me whole trade scenario. It's going to be a whole thing. I just feel like there's too much that's going to be going on behind the scenes and that can mess us up chemistry wise. Yeah. So unless we're planning to flip them, then okay, then do it. Right. But I, I don't know. It's a how confusing much one, man. It's definitely confusing. Supposedly they only want a second round pick or so for him. I don't, I don't believe that he's, he's making $28 million. So it's not well, an easy trade. Pick for- for who? Andre Drummond? Yeah. That's, yeah. What I read. that's what I saw, saw that's a what report I saw on Twitter. I don't believe that. Give him to me right now. Yeah, well, I, of course, if that's the price, I would take him, but so you, you, you got to have the cap space about. for that. I think that ideally people are just waiting for him to get bought out so that they could sign him to the vet minimum. So ask you just trading Mitch away? What you doing? Well, you keeping both? Under, you think everything will be all right? Mitch is under contract next season, though. Yeah, Mitch has about two more years. How much? One. I think they have a, I I they have a team the, option for the, for next season. Yeah, mm-hmm. just next season. Yeah, so for nothing. That's not, that's not a decision you would have to make right away. Um, so I mean, it it, it it's the opportunity. It, it's one of those things where basically you see you have two people of the same position essentially see who plays better, and that's the one you keep. I mean, I guess that'd be the way to do it. But I'm just I'm trying to look at it in terms of. The long game, does Andre Drummond make us better in where we need to be better? No. Defense, to me, no. Our issue. To defense me, is not our issue. Defense I'm, is not necessarily our issue. Rebounding depending not, on the night. And that's where you would help. Yeah, he would definitely help, no doubt. And he would definitely help. But I think where he doesn't help is if being a floor spacer for RJ and, 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 and Julius, which is what we've been needing, which is why we also ask for tips to stagger the lineups to give yeah. these guys room. Look what RJ did tonight. Yeah. You know, this is why we're asking to, to, to get him some more space. So Yeah, yeah. Uh, Drummond would definitely crowd the floor. Yeah. He's, um, he's not a great finisher at the rim. Yeah. I'm not saying he's a bad player. Don't get me wrong. Right, that's what I'm saying. People take it that I'm way. Not, right, no, exactly. Not I'm not that. saying that it's at not all. That, like, we know man. we're gonna get. An, it, it's just the overall him. fit with this team. I mean, listen. If if they're able to get him for a buyout or or, um, right. you know, well, for for the twenty eight million dollars, you got to make the salary cap work. You got to make the salaries work. Even though yeah. Knicks have about eighteen left, but let's say they buy him out and they bring him in for a short short term. Okay, fine. But to to yeah. say that you're just gonna you know extend the multi years? No, I'm not doing that. I, I don't think I'm going to Yeah, do that. it would be one of those situations where if you can go ahead and get Drummond and sign him to like a one year just so that you can have him and Mitch basically within the same franchise so you can see who produces better for your team and then go ahead and make a decision after the fact, that would be good. But if that's something that you're trying to, you know, like CK say, if you're trying to flip Mitch, get Drummond, and then you don't know if you're if Drummond's even going to work. Eh. I just feel like again from the things that we really need defense. Obviously, thankfully, it's not one of our problems. Um, rebounding, we can always use help, but that also is because I don't think Mitch is not on the floor right now, so it looks a little bit right. more discombobulated than it did at the beginning of the season. We need scoring help. We need help offensively. We need somebody who can relieve Randall and and quickly 
and and um, Barrett of all the scoring that they have yeah. to do. We need someone else who can go ahead and pull up shots, mid-range game, long-range game, drive into the paint. We need help scoring more than we right. need help on defense. So it just – he won't hurt, but he's yeah. not going to drastically help what we really my, need. My investment needs are at the one and the three. I'm going to say win. this from now until the summer. It's the I'm one, it's the three. I'm not putting money in Andre Drummond and then putting money in Julius. That's that. This is not the Thank 90s. You. This ain't the 90s or early 2000s, bro. We're not trying to trying to put your investment in your front court. We need it on the perimeter. We need a yeah, one. Yeah. We need a three. And, again, it's not, it's not you know, discrediting Andre Drummond, but that's not where you want to make your investment. Right. You know what I mean? That's not where you want. Now, if we want to be haters and keep them from the Nets, all right. <laughs> yeah, see, and that's the other argument I got, too. Like, from the Brooklyn I, by all means, like, I'm, shoot, I'm rooting for the Lakers. Like, go ahead and get them. Whatever. Go get them. The Nets aren't going to take them. Yo, trust me. Uh, trust me. Trust me. They will go and get them. They will, they, they will get magic out of retirement if they want. Right the Nets now. are that desperate. Do this. I'm telling everybody in the chat, I'm telling you guys right now, if the Nets get Andre Drummond <laughs> and try to pull this, buy me a LeBron James Lakers jersey right now. I swear I will wear it on team, this show. Team LeBron, man. I will wear it on this show during the finals. Team That's LeBron. how you want, you want gold, purple, city edition. Whatever team. color you want to give LeBron, me, I will man. wear it. I will wear it with yeah. pride, go Lakers, because I will be damned if the Nets win the NBA championship. Team, so. team LeBron, man. What do you guys think in the chat, man? Give us a thumbs up, thumbs down if you would be with the Andre Drummond move. In the meantime, I want to hear from people in the chat who want to talk about it. Let me hear from the OG Dan from Long Island. Dan, talk to me, man. Are you with the Drummond move or, or not? Uh, how you guys doing tonight? Uh, real quick, mm-hmm. I, I'm not all for um, – you know, for moral victories or whatever, but it, these cats tonight, we could have rolled over when we went down. And so I'm, I'm happy mm-hmm. on the road. Um, you know, I'm happy. I mean, listen, of course I want to win the game. I'm just saying, you know, the, the guys didn't roll over. And I, I was glad yeah. to see that. Regarding Drummond, man, listen, here's the question. Because, and, and this isn't, who do you, who do you guys want? Cause we don't want our depot. We don't want Bradley Beal. Like, you have to take who's. You have to also consider who's available, right? So who exactly is out there that everybody wants? Who's that D and three cat that everybody's yeah. screaming for? Because no matter, whenever a name comes up, all I hear is we don't want him. We don't want him. I know. I don't turn down and, everybody. Man. And, 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 <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. And, yeah. and I'm just saying when I look at this thing, I look at Drummond, and you know, I, I no disrespect, and I, like. That guy's a dominant NBA player. Now, you want to say you can't hit two guys play on the block? Well, Julius doesn't really play on the block. You know what I'm saying? Does he help? Does he hurt? He doesn't hurt the team. That's for sure. He doesn't hurt this team. And I agree if he prevents you from going and getting the marquee scorers that we need, then I agree with you. We should go in a different direction. But but I just think to stay out of hand that Drummond, Drummond isn't a guy for this team kind of underestimates. With all due respect, you're not watching enough Andre Drummond. Because my man can ball. So, so then why is he on his third team then, Dane? Why is he looking at his third team? Well, but, the, but the, why do the Lakers want him? Then why do the Nets want him? I mean, the did Lakers, I actually hear one of you guys? Because they're more complete teams. Andre Drummond, I almost, I almost spit up my soda here. Come on. <laughs> I mean, so I understand what you're saying, but these guys want him. But, I mean, there's a reason why, why winning teams want him right now, right? So all I'm saying is, I, of course – you know, CP, you say this all the time. 
the devil's in the details. What's the cost to extend them? How much? What's the market for Drummond? I don't know. But yeah. but I just think kicking the tires on it and checking it out is not a bad idea. So like I said, you can say whatever you want. I know the NBA's got a different direction. We He is a legitimate post scorer. Now, maybe you don't think we need one, but I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I don't think you can just overlook the guy. That's all. Yeah. But listen, thanks for taking the call, okay? You guys have a great Appreciate night. Appreciate it, Bye-bye. man. Have a good one, bro. Have a good one. Listen, I'm not, you know, again, with the old depot and drumming, I, on every episode I say, I don't want this guy. I don't want this guy. I just don't want to rush the build to be average. That's not what you want to do. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, we can let these guys go. If we don't feel – if I don't, I don't feel like these guys are going to help us win it all or, or be building blocks to us winning it all. I'm not going to make that investment in an Oladipo RJ backcourt. I'm not going to make the investment in a – it's not to say that it's set in stone because you can always make trades. But I'm not going to make an investment in a Julius Drummond frontcourt. You don't build teams that way anymore. You know what I'm saying? You need, you need better flexibility. I'm not saying that he can't help. He's a he's a walking double double. Now the the Knicks already have trouble finishing at the rim, so he's not going to help you there. Yeah, you, you're yeah, still going to have think, inefficiency at the rim. I think that's a difference between teams like the Lakers. You know, he brought up L. A. wanting him, and that's because you know L. A. seeing what life is like without Anthony Davis, and a big part of their game is their size and being able to bully you. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what helped them win the championship in the bubble. And on top of the fact that, you know, the Heat weren't at full capacity, full strength, but one of the things that was a strong suit in the Lakers is their size. There are some teams that are kind of built in that format, and then there are teams that aren't. You look at the Portland Trailblazers, their strength is that they have shooters. There are teams that are built more evenly. The Knicks, I think, are somewhere between or are hoping to be somewhere in the middle. We don't have necessarily the biggest guys in the league. We don't always have we don't have this necessarily the smallest. We mm-hmm. do need more help on shooting, but defense is not our issue. And Drummond, we're not saying he's not a great player. Make that right. very clear. We're not saying he's not an asset. There's no. a reason that so many teams are interested in him because they can use them because they can use him. But I don't know if he is what the Knicks need at yeah. this moment. In That's time. what I'm saying. When there's such on the hierarchy of what we need, there's a plethora of other things Listen, that are needed first. Our offense is dead last in the league once again. He's not going to help you there. We need three-point shooting. We need assist makers. We need play more playmakers. That's what we need. Defense and rebounding, we're already solid in those statistics. We're already there. We need shooting. We need playmaking. We are last in assists. We are la- or, or close to last. We are close to last in three-point shooting. That's where your needs are. It's at the one. It's at the three. A consistent threat at both positions. That's what I'm saying. Now, yeah, Eddie so in the I chat was... says you don't have to extend Drummond. Then what are you getting him for? Exactly. You know, what, to, what, to make a playoff run and, and do what? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This team is still not good enough. That's what I'm saying. Well, to the point of us uh, turning down and denying all of the moves and all the rumors, there's one that I've not turned down and I'm sticking to in the chat. Seems to agree. I ain't going to say well no names because then I'm out there. Your boy played good. well last night. Uh, I'm just saying that yeah. chat seemed to agree. There's one deal that I feel like we should prioritize, but 
Uh, I just also, like I said on Saturday, I just don't, I, I don't feel like this. We don't have to make a move right this year. Yeah. This is not the year where we have to. You don't have a to rush. Right now. Not right now. We don't Wait, have to rush. Fire. Don't be lame. Say who. Say who you. Want. I don't need it. Just check the chat. The chat <laughs> saying it all around. Every every other chat. Some. All the no, Lonzo. Lonzo, Ball, Lonzo, Lonzo played well last I mean, night. Lonzo played well last night. I've been pushing this train from before his jump shot got correct because I knew it was coming. So I'm, I'm team Lonzo. I'm, I'm team we need to get him. I think he'd be the perfect point guard for what we have right now. That's a conversation for another day. But I ultimately, I do feel like we do not need to make a trade right now because, like I said Saturday, we are in a spot right now where it's right now, like like you've said so many times, we are playing with house money. Yeah, and we don't rush. Over- Man. That's what I'm don't saying, Dave. Rush don't rush. We're not denying that we need what's everything like yeah. you guys said, the Oladipos, the Zach Levines, whatever just y'all, whoever y'all open for me, Zach, like Lonzo, but like whatever the case may be, we just don't need to. We don't have to be rushing into any kind of situation because yeah. you know what? We make the playoffs, cool. We make a nice little run. We get we become attractive. Free agents look at us, and then we still have money that we can go and get make better moves in the off season, or we miss it. Hello, we got a lottery pick and we got another pick. Like, yeah, we're in a money. good situation right now where we don't need house to money. rush it and make a dumb decision. So let me um let me run through some calls. We got a couple international calls on here. I want to get them through the line and then uh, and then wrap up. Let's go to Australia. Emil's in here. Emil, how you feeling? You want Drummond? Do you want Andre Drummond first off? Hey man. Nah, nah, no Andre Drummond, man. <laughs> I want nothing to do with Andre Drummond. <laughs> Cheers, bro. No doubt, man. No doubt. How you doing? <laughs> Yeah, good, good, man. Um, I just thought I'd call. I'm a first, first-time caller. Um, so my mates, all my mates are Nets fans, so it's, it's burning me so hard that we lost. But, boo, um, boo. So good. Um, yeah, so what was I going to say? Um, but Julius Randle, I, I don't think we should get rid of him, man. He, like, he's, a, he's a rough rider. He's so, so good, Randle. Yeah. Yeah. No, no he is, Yeah, man. I, I love is. Randle. Um, and um, and also, one more thing. Uh, I remember, like, last week, Brian Windhorst said something about a superstar wanting to trade to the Knicks. I don't know how, like, how accurate it is or who it is, but I just wanted to see what you thought about that. I think that I think that's more ESPN filth, and that's why I've been taking it to Max Kellerman every single week that I'm on the show. I've been taking them to task because that's all they want to talk about is that low-hanging fruit. This is why I'm on there. This is why I destroy him in every single debate because they don't want to talk about basketball. They want to talk about fantasy trades and blame Dolan for this and that. That's the, that's the story, Emil. Now, secondly, you got to get yourself some new mates. All your mates that are Nets fans, get rid of them and get some new friends. Well, we appreciate you calling, man. We appreciate you calling. All the way from Australia, everybody in Australia right now, it got to be about uh, probably 2 in the afternoon or something out there. So definitely appreciate everybody for calling. Good day, Australia. (laughs) (laughs) Every every opportunity she gets to throw her international twang in there, she be trying to flex on the international (laughs) swing. Right. Oh, oh, fake fake Mary Poppins. All right. (laughs) I know, I know, I know, I know. know. Always we try to flex with the accents. All right, let's go to let's go to Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico, Jose, what's going on? Yo, what's up, man? Yo, what's good, man? How you feeling, bro? I'm, I'm the I'm the I'm a first caller from uh, from Puerto Rico. I've been a mix fan since from the Bernard Kings day. Okay, nice, Ooh. nice, man. Salute, bro. Yeah, yeah salute. Uh, I just you know. 
you were talking about Max Kellerman. I hope you mop the floor with him. Oh, yeah. I'm going to destroy him, Jose. And then I'm going to shout you out before I end the show, man. I'm going to destroy <laughs> Max. I'm going to sweep him 4-0. And I'm going to be like, shout out Jose from Puerto Rico, man. No I, doubt, I bro. Yeah, I wish I, wish, I wish I could get one of those hats, man. Yeah, um, I don't know if we ship to Puerto Rico. I'll check, man. I'll definitely check. But um, yeah, yeah. Send uh, Dave. Connect with Dave, man. We'll we'll, we'll see if we can get you one. Dave, definitely connect with Jose, man. Definitely appreciate the call, bro. Uh, uh, salute, salute, uh, salute, JP uh, and uh, TK and Ashley. Okay. All right, man. Take it easy, uh, Jose. Thanks for calling, bro. Yeah, Dave. Definitely um, check with Jose, man. Get get his address. And uh, see see if you got some some uh, some some family in New York, man, because that, that that Puerto Rico ship might might cost us a couple super chats, but we'll see, man. We'll, we'll work it out. We'll, we'll throw a couple extra stamps on there, man. We'll throw a couple extra stamps. Excuse you, the original man saying her assets are trash. I'm just here trying to decide. Okay. Yeah. I got beef with him too. The original man said that he led the Lonzo ball train. Hello. Hello, yes. no, 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 yeah, I got beefing until you got beef with me and Ashley now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not the best, but at least I try to entertain yeah. you. A- uh, yeah. Absolutely, man. Um, we'll, we are we'll, not mates, mate. We'll, we'll, we're going to end with, uh, we're going to end with Greg, but let me get to uh, my guy Iller, man. Iller, talk to me about RJ Barrett's performance in that fourth quarter. I know you were turned up, bro. Talk to me, bro. Oh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Yo, CP, what's going on, man? I just wanted to talk about two things, actually, if I could. Uh, I have to applaud my Canadian brother, RJ Barrett, yeah. on a valiant effort, man. A lot of people here in Toronto was watching this game with, like, a lot of interest, man. Nice. And from what everybody saw, man, we're proud of him, man. A 20-year-old NBA sophomore playing fearless, man. And RJ, if you're listening, no, RJ is listening, man. I know all those Knicks players listen to Knicks fan TV. Yeah. I just wanted to say, man, keep doing what you're doing. We love you, man. And, uh, yeah, I just wanted to talk about uh, the uh, Drummond rumor, if I could. Uh, what I want to know is, like, uh, are the Knicks interested in Drummond solely because, like, you know, in their minds they want to make a playoff push with him? Or, or are they not sure if, like, Robinson could, like, re-injure his uh, fractured hand? So bringing Drummond in would be, like, some kind of, like, backup plan insurance policy. Uh, they both have, like, a different game. Robinson is more of, like, a rim protector, I guess, and Drummond is more of, like, what, an offense from the post kind of guy. Yeah, he's a post player. That's all I wanted to say, man. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, Drummond is one of the last true uh, post-up centers, you know? Bruiser, bully ball. Mm-hmm. It give you a little bit of defense, but Mitch gives you way more versatility on that end, you know, uh, whether it's in the paint or on the perimeter. That's what I like about Mitch, man. He gives you that flexibility, and I think you need that. When you're going out against, uh, you know, these stretch fours and fives and things like that, not to say that, you know, Drummond's a, an absolute zombie or anything like that because he can certainly get it done. You remember that game um, when when the Knicks were in Cleveland and RJ tried to try to swag out on him, and he stripped him, and he stripped RJ in the end. So he, he he's not a, he's not completely out of there, out there on defense, but uh, I like Mitch's versatility a little bit more. To me, if it's real, clearly it's, it's not 100% that they extend Mitch. I think that's what right. it's telling you. That's why I'm asking the question. I, I, <laughs> we I'm got genuinely asking because, I mean, you, we've been talking about it. So, yeah. like, I'm just saying, like, to me, hearing the, these rumors, it sounded like, you know, that's just inching closer to that. So, I just was wondering, are we flipping them then? Like, what, what comes next? So, Agreed. I don't know. Agreed. Is that my guy David Fudenix in the chat? Yeah. yeah. 
Salute my guy, David Fudenick, in the chat. West Coast Knicks are repping heavy out here, CK. He's giving me a hard time. He's giving me a hard time because we, we had some Knox takes, and now I got, I got to talk about Lonzo, so he's giving me a hard time. They're giving me a hard time. <laughs> it's smooth, my guy, Dave. We got to get David here, man. Definitely got to get Dave on the next on the next round table or something, man. It's been a, been a minute. So uh, so to the West Coast round table, we definitely held it down at Yang Chow's. Definitely held it down. Go ahead, Ed. I need a sermon. Where's Jay Boogie? I don't, I don't know, man. Jay Boogie's been, Jay Boogie's been absent these days. I don't know. Oh, Jay, I'm man. not after, sure. After yeah, tonight, we, yeah, we, we need, need a Jay Boogie after tonight, man. Yeah. You know, we definitely need it. I haven't seen him in the chat either. So he, if he's not here, he's definitely, you know, doing something. So uh, let's hear from DJ from Shaolin. What's going on, man? Well, I can't be the preacher, but hit those thumbs up, you know, hit the thumbs up button for your boy. Yeah, hit that like button still. I haven't been around either. I, I, I apologize, too. My my father had COVID, so that's why wow, I, I sorry to hear that. In. He's good now. He's good Thank now. So, good. You know what I mean? It's nothing to stress. Good, man. Yeah, man. But um, as far as the game goes, I'm not going to talk about the negatives because the negatives is obviously the referees. I mean, Kyrie gets away with a rip, and yeah. RJ tries to go get the ball, and they call a loose ball foul on him. Frank does the same thing they call foul on Frank. So I ain't going to worry about that. Mm-hmm. What I will talk about is the Drummond trade and the positives of tonight. Mm-hmm. The positives of tonight is that God willing, this will be the only national game that they had this year. But obviously, they were going out. And even better, you got players around the league watching. So I love that. So just Facts. know, and plus, Julius is hurt. RJ probably mad about it too. Good. Let this bother them. Yeah. Let them keep working because they're going to get better. And as far as the drum trade, I, I got to be honest with you. This drumming trade, I'm not here for it. But if it happens, then you might get your wish of getting Lonzo because I think they're going to put Mitch in any type of trade that mm. it features Lonzo. I don't know how like I don't know how it would look. Mm. I'm not here to, to do that. But they're not going to get Drummond to play with Mitch. Now, I don't see that being a realistic mm. possibility. Not, not for the long term. Yeah, I already told you. You're getting your – yeah, I already told you, CP, you're getting your three in the draft, bro. I don't know how they're going to do it, but you're getting your three in the draft. Yeah. So maybe it's Lonzo. Maybe they put on up of Lonzo. But um, I just want to say that. I'm going to keep it short. Keep doing what y'all doing. I Appreciate love Appreciate it, man. Team. Appreciate it. DJ from Shaolin. Real quick, real quick. Let's go to um, JJ from Brooklyn. JJ, what's up, bro? Yo, yo, what's going on? Man, real quick, man, this one, uh, man, I wanted this one really bad. But mm-hmm. I'm not one to complain about the refs, but you got to either call foul or let him come down, let Randall come down with that. Thank and then um, also on quickly, don't get me wrong, I love quickly, he's a steal. But when he's starting, there's no, you know, he just gets it all for himself. You know, he's, he plays 35 minutes, takes 20, scores 20 points on 20 shots. You know, he's getting burned like Tyree. Not that I thought his defense was terrible. Kyrie's, a, you know, he has buckets, but yeah. it's just tough until we get that natural point guard. That's why I'm, I'm team Lonzo as well, man. Even I'd wait for the all season though, because I don't want to give up picks or anything. But mm-hmm. if you can't get a stud point guard in the draft, I would definitely throw a nice contract at Lonzo Ball. Natural point guard, he can make others better. Great defensive point guard, one of the elite defensive point guards in the whole league. So I would definitely love to get a, to get Lonzo here in the all season. All right. But also, do you think there's any chance Randall gets suspended for tomorrow's game? I hope not. You know, the NBA is kind of soft with going Yeah, no, the NBA is super True. soft, but I hope yeah, not, right. man. I hope not, man. Yeah. Appreciate the call, bro. suspended for a non-fight, that's wickety whack. Yeah, I hope Lucky. not. Well, I mean, I mean, well, what do they do when Trey Young took a swipe at a ref after the Dallas loss? I think he might have just got fined. I don't he, think just he, got fined he just got fined. He just got fined. He's probably just fine. He didn't it's even get close to him. Yeah. 
the chair got the worst of he'll it. He'll probably just get fined. Yeah, yeah, you're right. He'll, he'll probably just get fined. So um, let's go to what South Cat. Tony, what's good, nah. man? Tony, what up? Hey, how you doing, guys? Love you. Hey, this just in. The NBA just announced that Ashley got fined two thousand. <laughs> Uh, $25,000 for two things about their officiating. Right. <laughs> no doubt, man. What's going hey, on? Uh, on the bright side, my lawyers. <laughs> too the far. <laughs> Get Randall to pay for it. Yeah. But uh, on the bright side, just like another caller mentioned, uh, the NBA players are watching this. Uh, you, we know Dame already commented on it. And, you know, what would. Devin Booker thinks, you know, he could be the difference, you know, yep. a Bradley Beal, a cat, you know. So this is a positive, guys. This is. Okay. Yeah, pre- appreciate it, man. It's a good way to look at it. Uh, real quick, Smirk from Brooklyn. Smirk, what's going on? What up, what up? What's popping with y'all? How you feeling, bro? I'm all right. I just want to say good game. You know, this is well for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I stood in there. I'm a Nets fan. You know what I mean? But I, I showed love to, to right. my Nick people because I was a Nick fan before. You know what I mean? But I'm from Brooklyn. Oh, so man. I'm from Brooklyn. Wow, that bro. Switch, switched up on us, all man. I, all what's I up heard, with that, sir, man? That's all yeah, I Yeah, what's up with I'm that, saying, man? I'm, saying, I'm from Brooklyn. I got a rep. I'm repping Kings County. You feel me? With the Kings. You hear me? Come on, yo, man. I just want to say this. What's up with Norris Noel, bro? I don't know, I guess, man. I mean, we can, you, and you said and you said his name be, wrong, fam. Let's get him up out of here, man. Forget that, man. I showed that man too much respect. The audacity! Salute come you. in here and then has the right to come yeah. and talk about our. Play- <laughs> what do you call him? Exactly that, but you ain't say his name he right. Put your name. Name. What do you call him, Ash? No one's, no one's. Norlin's Noel. And the audacity to say you were a Knicks fan, yeah. but now you're repping Kings County. With the New yeah. Jersey, a.k.a. now Brooklyn Nets. Get him up out of here, man. You know, my, my wine glass is almost at the bottom. See, these people be trying to take advantage of me. They take advantage of me. I get nice at the NCK. <laughs> you the yeah, okay. I get sauce, and then I get a little Listen, slow with the controls. My mom, born up. and raised Brooklyn, New York, Brighton Beach, yeah. okay, is a Knicks fan. Yeah. She doesn't rep no Nets. I was born in Brooklyn, Brookdale That's Hospital. CKU is in Brooklyn for a second, right? Yeah, I was like, no, Queens, Queens. Okay, Queens, all right. Queens, all right, close, next door. Right, right. I was born in Brooklyn. I'm not a Nets yeah. fan. That's not an excuse, sir. That's not yeah. a justification. He, he caught me lacking a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah, bro. And it started going after our team, saying our yeah. team getting wrong. Mm. Yeah, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm offended. <laughs> Norlands, man. Salute, Norlands, to, Norlands. salute to Smirk, man. Norlands. All right, let's, let's wrap this up because we got to show the ball. Greg from Vietnam, close us out, man, once again. What's good, bro? Hey, what's going on? What's going on? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, man. How you feeling, bro? I'm doing good. Um, I'm going to start off with a few few positive things. And then the last couple of things, people ain't going to want to hear it, but here we go. First, mm-hmm. shout out to Carmelo Anthony. Because he just passed Akeem Olajuwon to be in 11th place scoring. Yeah, so, Mel, so he was with us for seven seasons and didn't work out. You know what I mean? It didn't work out the way we wanted, but, I mean, he still gave us 23 points a game for about seven seasons. All right, so shout mm-hmm. out to him. Shout out to my boy Iggy down in G League, because I don't know if you guys got to watch that stuff, but he was letting them have it. He, he averaged 21 points and 10 rebounds. And all you people talking about OB should have went to G League, it don't matter because Tibbs is Tibbs. He ain't going to play nobody. 
Iggy had been killing him in G League for two years in a row and still don't get no burn. Okay? Mm-hmm. There's that. Um, what else? We are. And last year we had 21 wins. So no matter what happens, are we going to be better than last year? Um, what else I got? Uh, any more positive before I get on the bad stuff? Guys, as far as the call, I, I hate to say this. Yes, the, most of the calls against Frank were BS and were bad. But the last call against Randall was actually a travel. All right. Mm, we got to check. Still there? So, so, yeah, yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Loud and clear. Listen, check it. Okay, so, check Tommy it out. Beard did post the rules up. I got to right, check, check it, it out. out. But, but it, go ahead. Go ahead. Listen, I put, I, put, I put a link in the chat like an hour ago when I first got on. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing, okay? The up and down, which is really a travel. Julius went up in the air. Irving hit the hit the ball with his hand. Stevie Wonder could see that. Mm-hmm. But Julius didn't lose possession of the ball. So he came back down with it. That's why it's a travel. No. Okay. No. Well, he so here's what it says. Here's what, Tommy, here, here's what Tommy Beer pulled out from the NBA rule book. He says, hang on. He, he says, dribble. A player may dribble a second time. If he lost control of the ball because of these three things. One, a field goal attempt at his basket provided the ball touches the backboard of the basket ring. Two, the opponent touching the ball. Or three, a pass or fumble which touches his backboard basket ring or is touched by another player. That's from the the rule book. That is a dribble. Randall was going up. Yeah, and but he, he got said a dribble. Up, Randall so wasn't dribbling. He, he was going dribble. up. The rule I found. No, no, but it's, but he wasn't dribbling. Look, I put if you go early in the chat, I put the thing there. I'm on my phone now. I can't find it. Okay. Here's the thing. Randall went up in the air with the ball. Irving hit the ball, but Randall didn't lose possession. So he came back down. So he went up with the ball and came back down. Didn't do anything. That's a travel. Okay, so you guys can we can look it up later, but also moving on. Yes, I love the intensity. I love Randall too, but Randall got to learn to keep it keep his composure mm-hmm. because, like Jay Boogie said about a month ago, he'd be you know arguing with the refs and stuff. He's the only All Star we got. Now everybody watching it, they see him going after the ref like he's going to tear his head off. Then he in the um, hallway kicking chairs and all that stuff. So now Randall ain't going to get no calls, is he? It's going to be like the Draymond Green situation where Draymond's actually lost him a couple games because he's getting teased at the end of the game. You know what I mean? So he only all-star. Now, what if they get down to we in that play-in game? Because, guys, we're about to lose a lot of games, right? Mm-hmm. We in, what, eighth now? What if we in that playoff game and he gets suspended for a game? Who, who are we going to start at the four? How many, text, how many texts does he have? I understand why he's upset. Uh, I'm not sure. But, okay, but the point is, now, if you're a ref, yeah, I don't and, think you, and, and, and you ref in, no, but the thing is, if you're watching Randall now, he's not going to get a call, just like Dream and Dream don't get a call. Mm-hmm. So he's going to learn to keep his composure. Yeah, no, I wouldn't say that, man. I wouldn't you know say what that. I, say? I mean, I, I appreciate well, the call, okay, Greg. Okay, I, I, but, I wouldn't necessarily say that. But, I mean, Draymond's not going to get calls because he's probably annoying as hell. All game, every game with the refs. They're probably tired of yeah, talking I, to him, eh? Two things. One, I think that's a stretch. I think comparing Draymond to Julius Randle is two separate things. Randall rarely ever complains about calls. He kind of just takes it on the chin and goes about his business. He may be annoyed by it, but I, it's rare that he reacts the way that he reacted tonight. 
what happened tonight was just a blatant disrespect and negligence on that ref. I don't know what in the Scott Foster rule book homeboy was reading, but in the NBA mm-hmm. rule book, if you have the ball in your hand and you go up and you, the opposing player tips the ball or touches the ball, that is not a travel. That means you get an extra dribble, meaning you don't call a foul on the player with the ball in the hand or you call a jump ball because both players have both had now technically have had possession. I don't know what rule he was looking at, but that's not the rules that I've ever to seen. To me, it looked that like to me it looked good. And according to the rule book, you, if Kyrie yeah. touched it, he should he earned another dribble. To me, it's the Frank Nielakina thing all over again. It's because he didn't sell it. He didn't do the flop because it got tipped. He knew one of those, like, you know, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Kawhi Leonard or LeBron James type of things. He just went straight up with it, tipped it, got it back, and he went down. But the referees yeah. called it travel rather than letting it be a play on when they saw right in front of their face that it got tipped. I just think it was a, a basic fact of him just not selling it the right way in today's NBA. But sell it for yeah. what? It was a blatant, his, Kyrie's hand blatantly touched Oh, I'm him. agreeing with you. I'm just, yeah. I'm just, that's the only yeah. Yeah, well, I'm saying in my mind, you sell a play when you sell something like that when I, when either A, the ref is not visually close Correct. enough to see the hand touch the ball, mm-hmm. whether you're on the other side of the court or, you know, you're on this side and the, the ref's on the opposite side of you parallel. But if the ref is right in front of you, you shouldn't have to and sell anything. You're right yeah. there. You can see him touching the Same. ball that I have possession of in my hand. So you know that I call a jump ball or give me an extra dribble. The fact that he called a travel, I don't think Julius Randle in the deepest depths of his mind thought he had to fake something that was clear as day. Yeah. I think, listen, man, overall it happens. These guys miss calls. We, we know we've been on the uh, on the opposite end of, of uh, favorable calls all season. So, uh, you know, what else is new, man? But we, we had our chances and, and we just couldn't just couldn't close it and just couldn't just couldn't take it man it was right there for us and uh missed shots you know Kyrie being Kyrie and and uh we, we just couldn't get it man 117 to 112 Knicks go down battle of New York act two but we will be back tomorrow night Knicks versus Philly um CK go ahead and close us out man yeah same old same old tough loss we got a bounce back, got another rough one tomorrow, but let's see how we can do. I mean, look, we fought back tonight, yeah, and that's the big positive of that. Hope we make some adjustments. We go into the next one with, like Ashley said, with the right type of energy. Not doing on this one, except for you, Julius Randle. Keep the same energy and bring that heat to the 76ers. Find me everywhere at CKTK, Twitter, YouTube. You know the deal. Yes, Later sir. Tomorrow. Ashley? As usual, you guys can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Ashley Nicole Moss. Make sure you subscribe to my YouTube channel, All In With Ashley Nicole. Have a new video up there, so I would appreciate a thumbs up for me. And also subscribing if you haven't already subscribed. And I will see you guys tomorrow for the sixth Yes, sir. Gotta bounce back, man. Can't dwell on this for long because if we lose tomorrow, it's another one. So. It's tough, but, you know, we'll, we'll bounce back, man. Salute to everybody in the chat once again. Hit that thumbs up button for your squad. Salute to everybody that came in and supported all the Super Chats. We'll read the rest of the Super Chats in a minute. All the mods who checked in with us, appreciate it. Um, remember, this show is available in audio podcast format. Uh, Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, all the major ones. So you can never miss a show. Even if you miss it on video, you can still catch it on audio. Get your KFTV snaps in the video description. Uh, what else? What else? What else? 
Yeah, man. We'll, we'll, we'll check in with you guys some more, man. Great show, though. Definitely a great show. Let me salute to some more of the Super Chats. TM, if you throw the um, the link to the Discord as well, make sure you guys continue the conversation, man. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Join the Discord group. The conversation never ends, man. We definitely appreciate you guys worldwide. Uh, let me salute more Super Chats in here. Um... Why are they trying to get me to go at max two? No, 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 no. That's TP's thing. I want no power. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, let me salute the super chats. Sheesh. Hang on. Let me salute them. Uh, above the rim, five bad calls. Bro, Kyrie, one, Kyrie touched the ball. Two, Kyrie fell backwards into Frank by his own. Yeah, Kyrie tripped like on two times and they called f- fouls. Harden traveling in the paint. That was definitely one. Jordan fouled RJ on the body contact. That was definitely one. And Jordan moved before the quickly free throw. Emil Beaumontour, Australian Super Chat, said Randall is a dog. Do not get rid of him under any circumstance. He bleeds orange and blue. will ride or die for the team. Tough loss in actual pain. Uh, Farrakh DVD says, I hate moral victories, but we have to appreciate our team for this one. Nick the F up. Nets needed that bailout from the refs. That's a fact, man. That is a fact. They got away with one tonight. Andrew V, NBA officiating needs to be more consistent. Extremely weak calls at the end. Review everything under two minutes and don't call any or don't call anything. Let him play. Hashtag TMK. Old Dog says Bullock and Burke missed every shot in the fourth. <laughs> that's when we needed it the most. Yeah, that, that's the most frustrating part, man. Bullock and Burks. You got to make those, man. And, and that's why they are where they are. And that's who they are, who they are. That's why the Knicks are who they are, you know? Inconsistent play and just a bunch of role players. Above the rim says, Knicks Nation, don't cheat. CP Ash and CK2K like the refs did tonight. Hit that damn, damn thumbs up button. Hit that like button. John Houston says, we ball tonight. Chris Civil, Burke's got to go. A few bad misses in the fourth. Hashtag pack him up. Dylan Alex, a Spurs fan, says, if it makes y'all feel better, the Spurs won. Appreciate the super chat. Charlie says, tell him Ash, Nets belong back in the swamps of Jersey. Larry Israel says, preach Ash. Preach Ash. All right. Yuli Ferrizola says, bro, they were MVP chance when Randall was shooting free throws. They were. Yeah, it was Barclays is our house too, man. Uh, <laughs> Will Note says, there is no such thing as Nets fans. Ooh, going in. Reek03 says, Knicks lost the cause. The Nets are the chosen ones in the NBA. Calls went, went their way. Nets paid Bobby Smurder to be there. They have no real fans. <laughs> Yo, everybody's hey, going in. Bobby happy to be out of a jail. Yeah, man. yeah, he just did a bid, man. That's why, yeah, somebody was like, yo, you got to go on Bobby Spurrier next. I'm like, yo, my right. man just came home, man. Just just let him enjoy it. They don't even know who's on what team and what's going on, man. Just, just let him enjoy it, man. Uh, Gerard Paciano says refs were the scorpions and Randall was the frog. Yes, that's really been sticking with the people, man. You, you, you're, you're really influencing it. You know what I'm saying? The Scorpion and the Frog references have been living long. Paul Robinson, it's clear IQ needs more reps with the starters. Randall was significantly less aggressive with him, and IQ was taking all these off-the-dribble shots. Maxwell Walter, yo, Julius needs to get the respect from the refs. Please halt that drumming nonsense when Mitch is coming back. By the way, I rock my KFTV snap every game. Salute to you, Max. Appreciate y'all. John Michael Prego says, tough loss. Scott Foster was at the Capitol on January 6th. 
I don't, wanna, I don't even yeah. want to set the algorithm off, man. I don't even want to read that. He says, rap report sucks. Huevos. Go Knicks. New Jersey Nets fans don't tip properly. Hashtag nine God. Hashtag free Frank. Charlie Correa, Nets tickets with four all-stars still cheaper than Nets tickets. Ayo, Pat, West Coast Knicks is Brooklyn will always be a Nick Burrow. Gentrifying team dumped their fan base. Uh, dumped their fan base in Jersey to claim New York, but we know the history. Another Fugazi series. Hey, uh, salute Will Caldwell. Salute NY Boogie. Says we lost, but still a W because we went toe to toe with a giant in the East. Shout out CP for being the voice of the Knicks fan. Shout out Ashley for being as beautiful as she wants to be. Tip fan TV in the building. Kristoff says you can tell the Knicks mainly Julius are fed up with the refs every every game. The new NBA doesn't like real defense. Andrew L. Chain, shout out CP and Ashley. Y'all gonna do great things in the business, but it's Nets world. As Bi says, if you don't know now, you know. Next world. That turnaround. Damn. He was a Knicks fan, FYI. Yeah. Magnus Magnuson sends an ISK 750. I guess that's Iceland. Iceland, all right. We have you. We all over the place. Thanks for the show. Iceland here. Good season. Let's see if we get some team next year. Is Chuck still in the chat? Chuck, did you ever do a show in Iceland, bro? That was, what's going on in Iceland, man? Chuck, Chuck, Chuck has been to like every country, so he, he would know. Guys, I'm gonna hit you guys with some knowledge. Did you know that Iceland is actually green? Yes. And Greenland's actually ice. Yes, Ash, we, we've known that since like second grade. But I'm just saying. Oh, I didn't know it was common knowledge. For those who didn't know, in the words of Biggie, if you don't know, I know. <laughs> Yeah, no, I want to. I want to check. Uh, which one has the northern lights? Is that is that that's Iceland, probably? I think. Yeah. Yeah, I want to check that. Definitely want to check the northern. That lights. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. You can teach me that one. You can teach me that one. Yeah, there you, there you go. go. You can teach there me that you one. There you go. There you one. go. We on a Nat Geo wave now. All right. We, Look we, at we, us. We transition. Uh, a couple more. <laughs> uh, Charlie says, "I love this Knicks team as much as I love Knicks fan TV." Dave, Charlie just shows love to everybody, man. Charlie shows love to everybody. Yo, the other day, man, when Charlie and his team was wilding out with the Super Chats, I came back to the show, and these dudes outlined timestamps for the whole show, like literally every minute. So I appreciate wow. that, man. Yeah, that's oh, yeah, what's up. Chuck yeah. D said yes. He played there with Run the yeah. Jewels. Okay, we'll Run the Jewels with, with Killer Mike and them, no doubt. No doubt. Okay. Yeah, Chuck's been to literally every country, so I'm sure I'm right. sure he's been there. Um, Tim Kim says, the most fun watch until the ending, seeing how... Tibbs closed the game with small ball. Do you see the Knicks maybe going for a stretch five? I don't know. Who? Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure, man. Yeah, that's that question for Powell once again says, great comeback in the last moments. Had to be soured by the last call. Terrible way to end the nationally televised game. I'm glad to see our team has a fight in the moxie to complete. Angel Barrios, the refs deserve the Stone Cold Stunner and a choke slam. <laughs> Need shooting to compete against better playoff teams. I will make Ashley feel better. What's a cash app? Because... Randall trade rumors and nine god simping 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 ayo pal says keep Randall away from the fire extinguishers tonight yeah we don't want him to go Amari on us man definitely don't yeah. want to go on Amari on us man yeah. Ed Powell says no to Drummond Andre's wanted by winning teams because he will come at the vet minimum Andre's a terrible Andre's a terrible finish and his IQ is so bad Andre at vet minimum I don't know Charlie Correa says, Chad has spoken no to Drummond. Charlie also says, marry me, Knicks fan TV, Dave. <laughs> hey, oh. hey, the, hey, the people spend Skrilla. I got I to read everything. The people spend the Skrilla. 
I thought it was only I was part of the uh, yeah, I thought it was Ash. I was like, wait, I, th- I thought Dang, I had to throw you my hair. Yeah, I thought I had to throw hey, my glasses on. In. Yeah. Uh Prince says, Loving the game by the Knicks. We didn't get the W but showed we ain't nothing to sleep on. Big up, CK two K. <clears throat> Mr. Durante says, Shout out CP aka Kellerman Destroyer. J Ellis, Miss Maul, CK two K. No more Mitch but drumming. Mitch moves his feet better and man's a pivot. Top five defense. No more ref blame for stuff. Street shooter block zero points. Noel. Ty Thomas says this game proves that it's us against the world. Paul Robinson, I know more Lakers fans than BK than Nets fans. <laughs> Shark Aroma says that chair took that shot from Randall like Van Gundy took that sucker punch from Camby. The NBA will find Julius 15K. That chair will be out four to six weeks. <laughs> O'Dog says, now nah, he lost me on that being a travel. The rule was clear. Made dribble again if the opponent touches the ball. Come on, fam. Mark Austin, good job. Salute. O'Dog, we've been on the opposite end of favor calls for two decades, CP. That's a fact. They don't respect us. Tony P says, I love this channel. Keep the energy going. NYK for life. And that is that. We are out of here. People see you tomorrow. Knicks versus Philly. CP versus Kellerman for 2 p.m. Don't miss it. Uh, it'll be back up on Knicks Fan TV, man. We out of here. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.